Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Giulia's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a movie I am really excited to talk about and have wanted to for a long time, and that is Kill Bill Volume 1. So after awakening from a four-year coma, a former assassin wreaks vengeance on the team of assassins who betrayed her. This movie is sick. I love this movie. Um, it is one of the strangest movies I feel ever made. It is just a very a, a movie full of eclectic tastes is how I would describe it. But I think they all go together really well and make for a really fascinating and really fun to watch movie. Um, this movie is just like exhilarating, I'd say, from start to finish. It is very good at grabbing your attention and keeping it. There's a lot of stuff where there's like disparate elements and uh, and sort of cut, cutaways and, and little pieces of the story that you get here that you don't understand f until you get the full context once you watch volume two. Um, I love all the iconography of this movie. It just has a really strong look and the world that it creates is so interesting and fun to, to spend some time in. I love... All the stuff with the crazy crazy eighty eight, the uh, the the assassin squad, whatever that the um deadly viper snake, whatever you know what I'm saying. Um, I love the the look of Beatrix Kiddo in this with her um with her yellow suit and her motorcycle and her helmet. Um, it, it, she's got like a really cool look. I love everything with um where it like switches between black and white and stuff. All that is is really cool and gives it like a really unique flair. The whole anime sequence is super fun. Um, it's just this whole thing comes together so well. It's got amazing music. The fight scenes are really fun and, and cool to watch. And it's just like a really, really great movie. I love the way the chapters are, are delineated and how you like getting the title. You're like, what does that mean? You know, this one's Circle 2. It's like, what does that mean? And then you realize uh, towards the end there what... What actually, you know, what actually happened? What's that? What that means? It's so so cool. Um, I think that when I first watched this movie a couple years ago, I didn't fully understand what it was spoofing. Um, I mean, now when I look at it, this movie is basically a comic book movie. Like honestly, and that's a good thing. I love comics, so this is you know this is kind of fun. Um, but like, you know, she's got like her own kind of superhero looking costume. Uh, she, you know, she's fighting through all these guys. She's riding a cool motorcycle. She's got this badass revenge story and this crazy origin. Um, it, it you know, it's got like all these, these colorful villains and all this stuff. The, these people she's got to take out, like it just is super heavily stylized. And it reminded me a lot of a comic in a good way. Um, but it's also definitely, there's a lot of like anime to it. And obviously there's the influence of old school Japanese um, action movies. But I definitely caught the anime influence more this time. I'm not sure why, but I don't remember. Or I did, excuse me, I didn't remember um, like a lot of the, the super over the top violence that happens in this movie. Like every time she cuts someone, it's like... <laughs> like the blood is shooting everywhere um i think my favorite one was when she cuts that guy's head off in the crazy 88 scene and it's just like a totally clean break it's just a body without a head and then it's like there's like a pause and then it's just like <laughs> like what <laughs> that's not how blood works um but it's like so over the top that it's it's kind of funny and then 
at the end when you see like all the people on the ground like all the people she beat up and everything and there's like the one lady that's like the owner of this uh this club or restaurant or whatever it is and she's just like runs out screaming i was like what the hell were you doing the whole time um but yeah this like uh this is just like a really really fun and and, and interesting movie i just describing it as eclectic i think it's like perfect you're just kind of either in or you're not um i think there's the one scene that sort of teeters on the edge of too far for me is the whole part with the the hanzo sword where you're just spending honestly a little too much time with these strange restaurant owners who are yelling at each other and then it turns out that the one is is hanzo and he makes all these swords and then he's like you know, saying all this weird stuff, and there's like this super romantic like scene where she's like picking up the sword, and and he's like, you know, you gotta handle it well, and not no, not that one, get the other one, and now I'll, I'll okay, I'll make you a sword, but it'll take a month, and it's just like, look at all these swords, aren't they so cool? And it's like, yep, I get it. You you can stop showing me the swords now. I get it, and I get that these are the best swords. You really don't have to hammer it home anymore. Uh, but like like I said, you're just kind of either in or you're not. And you, you definitely got to be in because this of the two is definitely the more grounded one, I would say, especially once you get to the, the second one, you have the whole thing where she's like training with that old master guy. And it's just like, huh? Um, now I don't remember the second one super well. Um, there's, there's parts of it that are really clear in my mind, but there's a lot of it that isn't um it's been a while since i've seen both of these movies and i obviously did watch them back to back but it's just been a while and uh so i haven't watched the second one yet i started it but i i didn't finish it yet as of this recording so i can't accurately speak to which one i liked more on the first time i watched it i liked this one more i think it might be a little bit has to do with that i feel like it's more grounded which is kind of a funny way to it's the funny thing to say because like this is definitely not a grounded movie but of the two i feel like it's kind of got one foot sort of still in the real world um but like regardless uh i think that it's just it's just like fun to watch it's just got such a unique vibe you're never gonna watch another movie like this um the the stuff at the beginning with like the the feature presentation where it's like like that's just like super fun way to start this and then you get into it and and you're immediately into like this super cool fight scene in the kitchen and then um everything with the daughter and and uh and all that stuff which i want to circle back to um like all that stuff is fun it gets you perfectly set up for what you're about to watch and you get that whole thing with her seeing red and like the like and just kind of you know it throws you right in you're like what is this movie and it's kind of a sink or swim thing and for me i just i definitely love it like it's just fun right off the get-go um it's just it's just fun and it and it you know it maintains that the whole way through i think with all the fights they just have like a fun energy to them um they can get kind of serious when they need to be and then they can get like really fun when they when they need to be um I really like all the stuff where she's like fighting Gogo and she's on the tables and she's jumping from table to table and she's doing like these crazy moves and trying to avoid the the mace. And then the mace has a saw. There's a lot of cool shots with that where you like focus on the weapon as it comes and she like dodges it or grabs it or whatever. Like um, there's a lot of really cool shots in the whole scene. There's just like a lot of really amazing fights. 
Um, and it just has like this fantastic energy that I really, really dig. And I also like that it can get serious when it needs to. Uh, when she wakes up and, and she's like feels her belly and stuff and she realizes that, you know, her baby isn't there anymore. It's it's, you know, it, uh, it, you feel for her, you feel really bad. And she's really, really good in that moment. Uma Thurman is a really talented actress. Um, and then everything where she's like getting, you know, she's finding that guy's car and then she's trying to get, you know, control of her legs back. Cause she's just waking up from this coma. Um, everything with that was, was so, so cool and creative. And she sells the, the shit out of those moments. She's really, really good in those scenes. Um, and I just love to see like the, the whole journey of this character through both of these movies. It's really, really fun to watch um also hell of an opening um i mentioned about it getting your attention really quickly i think it really is the whole thing where he's like this is me at my most masochistic or whatever and then you know you know you're expecting it to her to like maybe get up or fight back or whatever like hey this is this is uma thurman this is a face on the poster what's going on here and then he just and then like whoa what he just shot her what what like it's just got a really awesome uh like attention getting opening it's, i don't know man this is just really really good i could go on and on forever um but i actually think i'd rather stop talking about this so i can watch the second one come back and talk about it a little bit more maybe but i said i wanted to circle back uh to the whole thing with the that little kid so let me do that before i get out of here um uh like wow what uh what a really really awesome um seed for a sequel i think that this would make a really great um like jumping off point for a potential Killville volume three, which there have been like distant rumblings of recently um, stuff with Zendaya possibly being in talks to, to play this role, the role of this girl. Um, I just immediately um, when, when this whole scene was happening, I had the poster in my mind. I was just thinking about like, wouldn't that be so cool? Like just uh, this very similar poster, very similar pose, just that singular line in the background, her with a big sword. And then it's like kill bill volume three. And then there's like the whole little quote could be in there about like, um, you know, if you still feel scorned or whatever, like come find me. Um, and instead of, instead of Beatrix holding the, the sword, it's this little girl and it's, you know, Zendaya or whoever would be cast. Oh my God, that would be so cool. And then you see her being on the defensive this time. She's not, uh, you know, she's not the one doing the killing. She's the one that uh, they're trying to kill. That would be such an awesome role reversal. I think that'd be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if that'll ever happen because there was talk of it for a while. Um, a lot like the uh, the Vega Brothers prequel that was talked about for a while until, you know, the actors just kind of aged out of the roles that couldn't believably play younger versions of themselves at a certain point. Um, but I think that there's definitely still room for a Kill Bill 3. Uh, I, I hope that Quentin Tarantino shakes himself out of this whole 10 movies and then I'm done. And then, well, this Star Trek movie that I'm maybe in talks for, which I haven't heard about in a while, but like oh, that wouldn't count as 10 and stuff like that. Like, oh, come on, man. No one cares. No one's going to be like, oh, 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 you made 11 movies. Well, I'm out. I'm never watching these again. It's like no one cares. It's fine. Just do just do another movie. Um, do whatever you want. You know, make movies as long as you want. No one really cares about what how many you make. Um, everyone will keep going to see them if you keep making them. I definitely think there's room for a Kill Bill 3. So I, I hope that that whole 10 movies that I'm out because 
if that theory holds true, then his next movie would be his last. So you kind of got to think about like, you know, very, be very careful about what am I going to make? But like, I just think that's such bullshit. No one, no one cares. Um, except for him seemingly. So it's like, definitely, I feel like there's room for a kill bill three. All right. Um, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for, um, uh, my new house shaping up, I guess. Uh, it's kind of nice to see some of your work, uh, actually start to, to materialize. We bought a new house. It's a fixer upper. There's a lot of work that needs to be done to it. Um, at this point, it's mostly cosmetic that we've been working on. We haven't really tackled any big projects yet. Um, but we, uh, you know, steadily little by little, we're chugging along. Um, and as certain stuff has started to like actually look good and, and come together well, it's, it's very rewarding because it's like, oh, phew, we actually are making a dent. Um, so I'm grateful for that. All right. You know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Five stars super helpful. If you have somebody in your life you think would enjoy this show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. And if you want to check out the website for this, uh, that's linked in the description below. You can find links to all the podcasts I've done before, everywhere you can listen to them, and a whole bunch more. Um, that is at moviesandmorepod.com, which is, uh, as I said, is linked in the description below. But thank you in advance if you don't know that, and thank you um, if you already have. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And uh, yeah, until next time, revenge is a dish best served cold. Peace.